0: fire, our culture is disintegrating hey
2: rest in this program are based on the holy spirit leading of a man called coach
3: i gotta ask you this out there christian america
2: it's time for pass the salt with a coach dave daubenmeyer man
3: trying to keep up with everything that's going on uh, i like to say all of it's good but it isn't all good but all things work together for good you understand that all things will see that's that's one of the fallacies I think that we that we have in Christianity. By the way, we're taking communion, so get yourself some elements. Take a minute, go get yourself some elements. I think that's one of the real fallacies that we have in Christianity. Is uh, we we're talking a little bit about it before we went live here this morning, or just let the words of our lips the meditation of our heart be pleasing in your sight, Lord Jesus. We've turned Christianity into life enhancement, life enhancement. In like fact, Joel Osteen wrote that book, What's Your Best Life Now? And Rick Warren, Purpose Driven Life. When in fact, it's very, very clear what the Bible teaches us, that we're to die to ourselves. We're to die to ourselves. That all life is in Christ. That's, that's what the Bible teaches. And I said before we really got rolling here this morning, if there isn't a God and if there isn't a Holy Spirit, where did the wisdom in the scriptures come from? And see, one of the things that I think drives people away from Christianity is the legalism that is associated with it, and the the empty promises that the modern Christian church gives to people. Come to Jesus; He has a wonderful plan for your life. Now, folks, you can look wherever you want to, and you're not going to find anywhere in the Bible where it says God has a wonderful plan for your life. Now, it does say, is it in Isaiah? I know the plans that I have for you. I know the plans that I have for you. Plans to prosper you and give you hope. Is that Isaiah? Is that Isaiah 1? I know the plans that I have for you. We have, ask, we have to ask ourselves a couple questions when we read that verse. Was that directed just to Isaiah? Does God really have a wonderful plan laid out and mapped out before us? That's the lot. that They tell us that in church, but do they really? Does he really? Does he have a, uh, Behold, before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. Then the word word of the Lord came unto me saying, came unto who? Did it come unto me saying, before I formed you in the belly, I knew you? Or is it just specifically here? Now, I believe the steps of a righteous man ordered by the Lord. I I believe all that stuff. But friends, when we go out and we try to share the gospel of Jesus Christ as a life enhancement rather than a life sacrifice, it's no wonder people fall away. Boom. Because we tell them how how wonderful their life's going to be when they come to Jesus, and uh, for the most part, it isn't. I can tell you of a, of a, uh, a situation of a family that I know where the husband and wife got saved, and uh, about six months later, their new their newborn baby had uh, crib death. What do you think that did to their faith? Right, teaching them that God has this wonderful plan for your life. It says before I found it in the belly, I knew you. Before you came out of the womb, I sanctified you, and I ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. Hmm? So, does God have a wonderful plan, or is it a plan? Is the plan wonderful in the end? Is the journey wonderful? And so, we, our, our modern-day churches are serving up a gospel that's not the gospel. We're too called to die, die to ourselves. To present our bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is our reasonable service. Excuse me, And not to be conformed to this world, but be transformed. In other words, this world isn't really supposed to matter that much to us. Now, I have a nice home, but I don't have to have a nice home to be blessed by the Lord. I have a wonderful wife, but I don't need a wonderful wife to be blessed of the Lord. It is a blessing of the Lord. She is a blessing. She is a wonderful wife. But if I think that I'm going to, if we're telling people come to Jesus and everything's going to be hunky-dory, it, folks, come on. If you've lived that Christian life, you know that ain't true. You ain't have any damn many people hate me? huh? They don't even know me, but they hate me. And again, if we read down the Sermon of the Mount, we read in Matthew chapter 5. Jesus said, you're going to be hated of all men. If you come after me and you follow me, you're going to be hated of all men, man. And so we're, give, we're given the exact opposite message to what I believe the church teaches or what the Bible teaches. I really don't care what the see, that's another thing. <laughs> the church, uh, are, are you kidding me? Are you talking about the Baptist church, Lutheran church, Methodist church? We're the bride of Christ. What? This message you're looking at? You say, well, coach, not. No, no, coach, the remnant, the real bride. Well, how, where the hell is it? How do you know where it is? Is it Lutheran? Is it, uh, is it messianic? What, what is it? What is this thing? We get caught in the weeds. Exactly what's going on. The Bible says for you to know to do good and not to do it to you, it's sin. You guys know what good is? Do you know what good is? Do you do it? Get distracted by all this other stuff? Following the law? Oh, I'll get myself in trouble here if I'm not careful. We're going someplace today. going someplace today. I don't know if there's a more blessed man in America than me. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know if I don't know if there is, and I don't mean with stuff. Although I got some, I'm looking out here through my multi-million dollar studio. I got more crap. I I got more stuff laying around here that I never use, that I could give it to somebody and they could go get a meal off of You you with me, right? With me. And so, so Coach Dave, he's, he's he's my wife and I spent the uh, last two days cleaning out of our garage. I just, God, what the heck's wrong with me? All this crap. Do I want to keep this? Do I want to hoard this? And uh, somewhere along the line, we've got spiritual blessing confused with material blessing. And in the mind of many Christians, when you tell them Jesus wants to bless you, we They think materially, good money, good job, good family, no problems. Right, right. Mm -hmm. Jesus said, "You want to be blessed? Men are going to revile you and persecute you and say all manner of evil against you falsely on this account of me. Rejoice and be exceedingly glad, for great is your reward in heaven." Do we really believe in an afterlife? Do you really believe in? Is there really an afterlife? that when we get into that afterlife, that we wouldn't go back for all the tea in China. And I don't even know if there's tea in China. With those people who've lived a righteous, holy, God-honoring life, and they pass on to the other side, do they want to come back here? I mean, I really wonder that. Do they, do they really want to come back here? And whether we admit it or not, we came from someplace and we're gone someplace. I don't even know what that means. But we just read there, before Before I formed thee in the womb, I knew thee. So evidently, there's a place where we were before we got here where he knew us. But we're, we're trapped in this time-space continuum, and, we're, and, and we don't get it. We don't get what's outside of this box that we're in. And the only way you get there is through death. And uh, you can have a little of that here now, but you got to die to yourself here now. Well, it's deep and it's deep. Uh, Joe, go ahead and lead us in, in the communion. We got—I got a busy weekend. We're going to go camping, and uh, Bobby Lee set that up. A lot of you are going to see you there, camping in, uh and in, over near the Pittsburgh. I can't remember the name, don't worry about it. But uh, it's going to be a great time, great time of fellowship, and looking really, really forward to it. And pray the rain stays away. So, Joe, thanks for getting up this morning, and go ahead and uh, lead us in communion here, if you will.
4: Uh, Spencer, can you put up the verses, please? Um, I'll start with a reading. But the scripture hath concluded all under sin, that the promise by faith of Jesus Christ might be given to them that believe who for Joe is it for everybody Joe nope you got to believe coach okay but before faith came we were kept under the law shut up unto the faith which should afterwards be revealed
3: wow, legalism huh legalism tied up enough to do this don't do that coach.
4: and they made their own laws too the Pharisees
3: yeah, yeah.
4: Wherefore, the law was our schoolmaster to bring us unto Christ, that we might be justified by faith. But after that faith has come, we are no longer under a schoolmaster.
3: Wow. Wait a minute, Joe. Wait a minute. What's the schoolmaster? The law. The law was the schoolmaster. But after you come to faith, you're no longer under the law. Now, what it says? Yep. Okay. Yes, sir. Yep. So For you are all can. children of God work. by faith. Yeah, you can't work your way into heaven anymore? No.
4: Mm. don't think so. But ye are all children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. For as many of you as have been baptized into, into Christ have put on Christ.
3: Mm. There is neither
4: Jew nor Greek. There is neither bond nor free. There is now neither male nor female, but no Baptist, ye are all one. No, no, in no Baptist,
3: Jesus. no Methodist, nor Lutheran, nor Catholic, no. nor non denominational, nor seventh day Adventist. There is none, right? None. Am I, am I reading this right, Joe? Exactly, sir. Okay. This okay. is
4: it's a Presbyterian entrance into heaven.
3: Right. Okay.
4: And if ye be Christ, then ye are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. I'm Christ's,
3: I'm Abraham's seed, and I'm heir to the promise.
4: So I guess we're all adopted in.
3: I guess. I guess. Um, Wow. See, we can't understand heavenly things. Jesus told us that. He said, How are you going to understand heavenly things? Huh? How are you going to understand earthly things? You don't even understand heavenly. How, How can I get you guys to see this? Jesus said. Sorry, Joe, don't mean to... <laughs> no, no, it, it, you're right. Uh, Coach Dave, commentary here today.
4: Um, so we'll say a short prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this day that you have made and for having our hearts beat and our lungs breathe and allowing us to be in it with you and be together here online. And thank you for the technology that brings us together and lord give us the wisdom to remember that we have authority to ask your protection when this technology tries to intrude in our lives and to not be our friend that you have given us authority over many things that we do not understand and that was one of the other things that was achieved at the cross and the resurrection And Lord, we thank you for the challenges that you give us that make us stronger, that make us better, men and women. And please guide us this day and this weekend and this night and help us to do and be the persons you would have us be. And occasionally, maybe, let somebody recognize Jesus in us. And Lord, we thank you for this bread and this drink representing the body and the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ that you sacrifice for our sakes for we are so blessed to have a God that gave his only begotten son for he so loved the world that we who believe in him may have everlasting life and we ask for forgiveness of our transgressions and sins as we come into and bring us cleanser to your side as we take this holy communion. In Jesus' name we pray.
3: Amen. Amen, amen. amen.
4: And as they were eating, Jesus took bread and blessed it and broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, take, eat. This is my body.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: And he took the cup and gave thanks and gave it to them, saying, Drink ye all of it, For this is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. But I say unto you, I will not drink henceforth of this fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. Thank you, Lord. Dear Jesus. Thank you, God. Amen.
3: Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Joe. I, Thanks, Holy, Joe. I heard from the Holy Spirit just before we went live. And Spencer, I just sent you, um, I sent you, uh, Psalm 91. Thank you, Joe. And, uh, you're welcome. Um, the Lord, want, uh, folks, this is a, this is a spiritual warfare. Psalm. This is, and I want, I want to explain this to all, to all of you, um, as a patriarch or matriarch, but particularly a patriarch, I believe that I have spiritual authority over my children, no matter how old I am. And I believe that they dwell under my cover. I believe that. Now, they can step out from under it, right? They can step out. You, right? But I think I have, I still have spiritual authority over my grown children. And Michelle and I pray this. We pray this. Psalm regularly. Michelle probably more than I. She hasn't memorized as, as many of you know. But I was but prompted by the Lord when I was coming down the million dollars stairs over the escalator, elevator, whatever we have over there. And uh the Lord told me to told me to uh to to read this today. And I want you all to read read along with me when we get here. Here's why. Look, look. There are weapons formed against uh, all of us right now, this this weekend they're formed. Scripture tells us they're not going to prosper. And so we're just going to pray Psalm 91 over We're just going to we're just going to pray. this is a prayer. This is a spiritual warfare prayer. This is declaration of the of the power and the leadership of the Lord, the covering of the Lord, and the inability of the enemy to to penetrate it. It's the word. It is what it is. And so I just felt that, you know, a lot of us traveling a day a lot going going, hey, right? You could get a phone call this afternoon that will forever change your life, right? You could. Now, sometimes it's a weapon of the enemy. Sometimes it's the natural consequences of life. it's Point on to man wants to die. And after that, the judgment, we know all that stuff. But I think that uh, those of us who are in this fight need to understand we need to be covered and i'm just going to read down through this and you can read it with me if you want to you can read it out loud you can uh, i would suggest to all of you uh, as well as putting the full armor of god on every morning i would suggest that you would that you would pray this over your house every morning and every night and every time you are prompted to okay this is folks this is called this is like getting under an umbrella Looking at, I was looking today when we we're going to go camping. Chance of rain tomorrow, and I'm thinking, boy, I probably need to take a big umbrella, <laughs> right? And then I said, the Lord just said, "Yeah, I'm your umbrella. I'm your umbrella. When it rains, you better huh, come in the shelter.
5: Come
6: in
3: the shelter." So I just want to, if you will, let's just take a minute and let's just read this. And just all I want, I want to just take a, a minute right now. I'm going to be. I want everybody to be quiet. I'm going to be quiet. I want everybody to be quiet. And I want you in your own heart to say lord please apply this to and call out the call out your children lord even though my son isn't walking with is walking with you lord i still declare this over it because i'm the patriarch i'm the matriarch and i declare this over my children so i just want you to take a minute and just do that right now call them by name So, so just read it with me. Please don't, uh, keep your, stay muted, stay muted, but pray this with me, if you will. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God and him will I trust. And surely he shall deliver me from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence, and shall cover me with his feathers and under his wings, shall he trust, thou shalt Trust, his truth shall be thy shield and buckler. I shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by noonday, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. I'm sorry. A thousand shall fall at my right hand, and ten thousand shall fall at thy, at thy side, ten at right hand. But it shall not come near me, it shall not come near Abby or Morgan or Zach or Adrian or, uh, or uh, Maggie or, or Isaiah, or any of their children uh, shall not come near us, and only with our eyes shall we behold and see the reward of the wicked, Lord. Behold, you have made the Lord which is my refuge, Lord, even the Most High. That's my habitation, Lord. Because I'm under the secret place of the Most High, Lord, there shall be no evil befall me, or my family. Zach and Abby and Maggie and their families, no evil shall befall them. Neither shall any plague come near their dwelling. But Lord, you've given your angels charge over them to guard them in all of their ways, Lord. And they shall bear thee up with their hands, lest they dash their foot against the stone. And Lord, we thank you that you're going, to, uh, you're going to tread upon. We're going to tread upon the lion and the adder and the young lion and the dragon. We're going to trample under our feet, Lord. Because why? He's, you set your love upon us. Therefore, will I deliver him? And I'll set him on high because he's known my name. You call upon me and I'll answer him and I'll be with him in trouble and I'll deliver him and honor him. And with long life will I satisfy and show him my salvation. And Heavenly Father, I apply that as the patriarch of my family that this covers my entire lineage. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
6: Hallelujah. Amen.
3: Amen. Boom. Folks, you would do well to do that regularly throughout the day. Understand this there are weapons. Amen. There are weapons formed continually and. With your children and grandchildren, in many ways, they are helpless and harmless. They're helpless against some of the weapons that are formed against them. Right, right. This doesn't say there won't be weapons formed. It says the weapons will not prosper. They're not going to. They're not going to do what they've been designed to do. Go ahead, Craig. I see. You. I see your hand. Go ahead.
7: <clears throat> That's a psalm about Jesus Christ. Okay. Um, when you go there and you look in Deuteronomy, or, I mean, I'm sorry. When you go and you look about, it and, uh, when Satan tempted uh, Jesus, he took him up and he says, uh, "You know, go ahead and jump off." You know, because he he quoted it. He quoted verse 12. and their hands will bear you up, yep. lest you yep. dash your foot against a stone. Who, who, uh, who? Wasn't it Samson that killed the the young lion, right, and the serpent? This is about our Lord and Savior, and because. Of his sacrifice. We sit under his righteousness, and he sits under the right hand of the Father right now. Amen. Amen. We we are protected by what he did for us. Amen. And the the um the emblems that we just took speak to our acknowledgement of that. And so yes, there's a lot of power in this. But this has everything to do about Jesus Christ. It's written on every line in that song.
3: Amen. 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 So let me let me dive in here some some stuff today. I think is kind of a, appropriate and uh, uh, start with number four. I saw this movie yesterday. I was, I was, I was doing some work. I told you cleaned up my garage. And uh, I, I listened to this twice yesterday. I listened mm-hmm. to it twice. The Great Awakening movie. It premiered June 3rd, 2020. And it's an hour and 14 minutes. I played, it, uh, I played it at 1.75 speed twice. Twice I played it yesterday. And I would just encourage you today, put it in about the one-minute mark, Spencer, if you can. I'm just going to show you a couple minutes. And then I would encourage, because, folks, this unpacks everything that's going on around us, everything that's going on around us, and the great awakening that, uh, that we have to. So start about the one-minute mark and just play just a clip of this and then put it in the chat. And I encourage everybody, make time today. Play it. You can play it at pretty fast speed, really. I mean, if when you play it at the fast speed, sometimes you miss some of the videos and, the, you know, some of those. But if you're in a hurry, uh, you can get it. You can get it. So just... Just play. Start in one minute. Just play a clip
0: there. Go ahead. Our freedom is worth fighting for.
3: Can't hear it, Spence. No sound here.
0: My name is Mickey Willis. I'm a father, a husband, and an investigative filmmaker. I was raised in California by a single mom who did her best to care for four children on her own. As a child of the welfare state, I witnessed firsthand what happens to the psyche and spirit of those who become dependent on government assistance. Had my mother known the difference between a hand up and a hand out, she may have avoided the trap that kept us living on the edge of poverty like so many people are today. Living in fear of losing her welfare assistance, mom remained single and lonely until the day she passed at 58 years young. Her life was cut short by a combination of toxic cancer treatments and grief. Just 34 days before she passed, her first son, my brother, was killed by a drug called AZT. Hundreds of thousands of innocent people died as a result of that prescribed poison. The pusher of AZT was none other than Dr. Anthony Fauci.
7: The reason that only one drug has been made available, AZT, because it's the only drug that has been shown to be safe and effective.
0: Well, it's certainly nice to know that the future looks brighter. 30 years later... There he was again. Same script, same actors, same performance. These
2: are safe and effective products.
0: Knowing what that man had done in the 80s and 90s, I couldn't believe he was still in a position of such power. As the world descended into synchronized tyranny, I began to ask myself how did they get everyone to go along with this? Obsessed with finding the answer, I began studying every moment in recorded history where masses of people devolved into a state of self-destruction. Down that rabbit hole was where I discovered the work of G. Edward Griffin. Since the 1960s, Mr. Griffin has been warning the world of the communist plot to overtake America. Yes, I know, communism. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. That thing we've all been told fell with the Berlin Wall.
8: How do you measure such an astonishing moment in
0: history? It was Napoleon who said, History is a lie agreed upon. Ironically, there's no evidence that Napoleon ever said that. As we're about to discover together, much of our history has been rewritten to serve an agenda that, up until recently, was invisible to the average person. Average, like this guy. Everyone's talking about the necessity for change right now, particularly here in the US. Over the past few months, as a filmmaker, I've had the honor of documenting political revolution. That was me okay. in 2016.
3: Oh. I hope I've hooked you. I've hoped folks. I would not ask you to waste your time. All right. It's not propaganda. It's not political. It's explains to you again, exactly what it is that they've done to us. Now we will never ever figure out how to get out of this mess until we figure out how we got in.
6: This Mm -hmm. helps
3: explain to you how we got in. Okay. So it will be in the chat and, uh, to make time make time to, like i said you can play it on double time if you want to you can break it down in segments it, it's a, it's it's really really good now look we we run into this all the time okay there's propaganda everywhere and i don't care what truth it is that you're trying to promote the enemy will attack truth and yes there are there are Gallywags out there. Yeah, there are. Yeah, there are. Yeah, there are opportunists. Yeah, there are phonies. Yeah, there are fakes. And I don't know this guy from anything. But I know who I know. I do know G. Edward Griffin. Don't know him well. I've met Dr. G. Edward Griffin, the creature from Jekyll Hyde. He's in here. He explains what's going on. So at some point, we're going to have to listen to some stuff from maybe even people that we don't know about. Can I ask you something? Hey dudes, are you looking at me? Everybody's got an agenda. Everybody's got an agenda. Your pastor's got an agenda. Your wife's got an agenda. Your children have an agenda. You can't live life without an agenda. Now, when you find out what that agenda is, then it helps to clarify things a little bit, all right? I'm gonna show you something else, too. Go to, uh, Spencer, N- another thing I want you to put in the chat. I just stumbled upon this today. Where is it? Number six. Number six. I had no idea. Dennis Prager. I respect Dennis Prager. Although Dennis Prager's not a He's Jewish. He's not a believer. Hey, hey friends, being a Jew and being a believer are not the same thing, okay? Boom. They're not the same thing. But I went to uh, Dennis Prager's, has on his, I don't know how you got this. Anyway, Liberty and Light. He has a, what did I send you, Spencer? Because go back and, um, just go to, in other words, there they are on, on the side. There are a series of short videos here that Dennis Prager has put together. Spencer, maybe you can click on one of them there. Um, episode, this one is called Find the Courage to Fight for Liberty. It's short. It's really good. It talks about Tim Ballard. Then the second one says, don't stand idly by. There, see how they are? And then the third one says, do something. And the fourth one says, persevere. And the fifth one says, defeat darkness with service. And the sixth one, tap into uh, tap into the power of heaven. These are really real. Dennis Prager, I'm sure you all know he's not some loony guy, right? Folks, this is some good information that you ought to also I'll put it in the chat that you might want to go by and might want to look at those things. And you may find some of those things that you can share with other people. Yes, Spence.
1: Uh, it looks like these individual videos are actually made by Tim Ballard, who helped make that the sound of freedom.
3: Okay, well, good. Go. Well, Prager's producing them. All right, it's syndicated by PragerU. So Tim, so Dennis Prager, a Jew, Tim Ballard, a Mormon, have come together to get this information out. And and, and folks, only we know the truth. The truth's going to make us free. All right, I'm going to get. Look, I'm going to get somewhere with you. Hang on here a second. Go to go to liars. Go to number two, number liars. I'm going to open it up here kind of a flea flicker friday although i haven't done very i look i come here every day and i have so much stuff i want to show you
5: do that it was not bungled it was not a blunder it was not incompetence it was not lack of knowledge it was not spontaneous mass hysteria the planning occurred in plain sight the planning is still occurring in plain sight The philanthropists bought the science. The modelers projected the lies. The testers concocted the crisis. The NGOs leased the academics. COVID vaccines are now available for children. The scientists fabricated the findings. The mouthpieces spewed the talking points. A pandemic of the unvaccinated. The organizations declared the emergency.
8: The voluntary phase is over. It's time for mandates.
5: The governments erected the walls. The departments rewrote the rules. If you have travel plans, there is one more thing to add to your packing list, proof of vaccination. The governors quashed the rights, the politicians passed the laws, the bankers installed the control grid. Individual carbon footprint tracker. The Stooges laundered the money, the D.A.D. placed the orders. Is it likely that American tax dollars funded the gain of function research that created this virus?
7: I think it did, not only from NIH, but from the State Department, USAID, and from DOD.
5: The corporations fulfilled the contracts.
6: Pfizer is making tons of money from its vaccine.
5: The regulators approved the solution. The laws shielded the contractors. The agencies ignored the signals. Botched.
8: Okay, stop.
3: I want to play it again. Because I want you to understand how this deep state operated, okay? It wasn't bungled. This was a plan, okay? And you're gonna watch how each institution played their role in this plan. Go ahead and play it again, Spencer.
5: It was not bungled. It was not a blunder. It was not incompetence. It was not lack of knowledge. It was not spontaneous mass hysteria. The planning occurred in plain sight. The planning is still occurring in plain sight. The philanthropists bought the science. The modelers projected the lies. The testers concocted the crisis. The NGOs leased the academics. COVID vaccines are now available for children. The scientists fabricated the findings. The mouthpieces spewed the talking points. A pandemic of the unvaccinated. The organizations declared the emergency.
8: The voluntary phase is over. It's time for mandates.
5: The governments erected the walls. The departments rewrote the rules. If you have travel plans, there is one more thing to add to your packing list, proof of vaccination. The governors quashed the rights, the politicians passed the laws, the bankers installed the control grid. Individual carbon footprint tracker. The Stooges laundered the money. The D.A.D. placed the orders. Is it likely that American tax dollars funded the gain of function research that created this virus?
7: I think it did, not only from NIH, but from the State Department, USAID, and from DOD.
5: The corporations fulfilled the contracts.
6: Pfizer is making tons of money from its vaccine.
5: The regulators approved the solution. The laws shielded the contractors. The agencies ignored the signals. Botched.
3: Right, well, all right, so there you go, right? So you think about legislation of things we cannot get done. Folks, things are not getting done because they don't want them to get done. Do you understand that? Boom. Mm they could right now <clears throat> you could right now end child trafficking we could do that if we if we put that as our focus we could end it we could end it. you don't think we could end the drug trade you don't think we could stop the fentanyl come come on friend come on come on we can stop come on who's funding these politicians where where are they getting them? Why would we just talked there okay one more thing i think one more thing pull up uh not that one. Pull up number one. No, it says old churches. Pull it up because I've, I've I've been I've been studying this for quite a while. <clears throat> we are seeing the dying of of traditional Christianity, and uh, can I say this? Thank God, in some ways, thank God. And this I just came across. Slate's not Slate's not a damn good guys. It's Slate Magazine, right? How do you resurrect an empty church? And scroll down a little bit of this, uh, Spence, because this is happening all across America. How many of you know of a building like that? Stay right there. Of a building like that in your town or in a large town? A big, huge, old church that's an eyesore. Hmm? Because why? The Holy Spirit's departed out of these places. It's not there anymore. And so now... Slave magazines kind of bragging about it that these old churches are out there, and then they're suggesting ways maybe businesses can come, and take them over and turn them into money making things. And think think of this look look at this building. What a waste. When did they build this thing? I wonder. When did they build it? Now there's two things. I got to throw this in here. I'm sorry, I'm all over the place this morning. You know the difference between whenever they built this building, West Park Presbyterian Church in Manhattan. When they built that building, they thought we were here to stay. Oh, boy. And they built it out of stone, and they dug in right in the heart of the community. Today, we build church buildings that ain't going to be needed very long because we ain't going to be around here. Are you picking up what I'm laying down? See you, can see, you can see the change of theology in our church buildings. We don't build stone edifices like this. They dug in, man. They were here for a long time. Today, they blow up these, these new fancy buildings. And rapture ready, those new fancy buildings. Rapture ready. And this has gone on all across. Scroll down a little bit more, Spencer. I don't know if they show any more pictures of it. Summerfield Church, according to Mar- Look, Stay right there a second. Oh, man. Talks about how many churches there are like this all across America. Over and over and over. Because why? The Holy Spirit, Ichabod, was written on the church and the church abandoned the inner city and the inner city went to hell. Right? Right? Crazy, huh? And what's the first thing a guy wants to do? Is the church going? Oh, yes, wants to build one. Gotta build a church. Gotta build one. All right, I'm all over the place. I feel better. John Diamond's still here. Steve Deck, God bless him. He's here, came to help. We're heading to, we're heading to wherever we're heading here this afternoon. Uh, Jeff Klein, come on in, Jeff.
2: The more beautiful buildings, the Holy Spirit's left, and now they hang rainbow flags on them.
3: That's right, man. They're doing anything they can, right? They're so apostate. to are doing anything that they can to fill them back up. They're turning them into malls. See, we're supposed to be transforming the world, and the world's transforming the church. It's crazy. It's right there for us to see. For we'll just open up our eyes and see, right? Uh, producer, did you want to say something? No. Oh, oh no, it's okay. No, okay. So Poll number seven. Here's the kind of stuff we're dealing with. Poll number seven. You ready for this one? Go ahead.
1: Take a little gander at this. Oh, my God, I'm so excited. I want to share something with you guys that I've never told you guys before. I've always wanted to be able to lactate. In case you weren't sure, that's a man.
2: My doctor, after my EKG results, said that she's
1: feeling confident enough to start me on this medication. Reglan, And it has some serious... Make sure you heard that correctly his doctor gave the approval for this medication that, hold on, there's more.
6: But I'm only going to be taking it for two weeks, up to three weeks possible. Um, So within two weeks, I should be lactating.
3: The rest is on me. I'm going to have to pump and keep a supply.
1: Yeah, so he's taking this medication on purpose so that his man boobs can lactate, so that he can donate his medicine, chemically laden secretions, whatever, that he bottles up and gives to families whose babies need breast milk. I can't even, I can't even barely talk about this. So disgusting. Oh, and here's the kicker. The CDC has approved this. And in fact, they're telling doctors to go ahead and prescribe this. There are babies that are actually going to have to be drinking this toxic chemical Nasty because we refuse to call it insanity. Take a little,
3: amen. <laughs> we refuse to call it insanity. Richard, come on in. Richard, come on down. You're the next contestant here on the prices. Right? Go ahead, Myra. While we're waiting, for- well, we're waiting for Richard to unmute, there, go ahead, Myra. Thank
4: you, Coach. (laughs) Thank you, Holy Spirit, for leading us in all truth. Um, Spencer, are we reading? I will be reading from 1 Samuel 16, 14 through 16. In regard to what you just showed. But the Spirit of the Lord departed from Saul. And an evil spirit from the Lord trouble him. And so servants say unto him, Behold now an evil spirit from God troubled thee. Let our Lord now command thy servants, which are before thee, to seek out a man who is cunning in prayer on a harp, and it shall come to pass, when the evil spirit from God is upon thee, that they shall pray with his hand, and thou shalt be
5: well. Hallelujah. Thank you, Coach.
3: Thank you, Myra. Hey, listen, I'm going to shut down the chat here. I'm going to shut it down. The distractions in the chat, I don't know about you guys, it distracts me. And uh, I don't know who Chris Green is, but I don't want to talk about Chris Green anymore. And if you're talking about Chris Green, then just go talk about Chris Green.
8: Hey, Amen. listen
3: to the show. All right. Stop it. Stop it. Randy.
8: Coach, I second that. I confirm with your your judgment. So uh hey coach what I want to say if I can say it right um if we would just see the picture on the wall, the writing on the wall, what's coming. We we can see that God is wiping out a fake church and he's going to raise up the real remnant church and it it may have a building and it may not. No no big deal. But coach here's the here's what we got to understand. When all this delusion goes away, and these people see what they endorsed—the evil, this this stupidity, all of that—they won't have a fake place to go to. They're going to look for the real the real answer, and 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 the real church will be here, ready and waiting, and and able to give them the answer. Amen. The Amen. Fake church, coach. As long as it's there. And people think they can go sit in the middle on the middle of the fence and have a Laodicean warm church, which we've seen for years and years. They're going to have a place to go make them happy again. They're not going to have that now. This, this, These churches, are their dead ones are gone. They're going to be over. That system, we're, we got to see the new look, the new picture God's trying to show us of how the church is getting ready to look. And, and you're just, we're seeing all the, all of it right here in front of us.
3: Right in front of us, man, for our eyes to see, right? right? Look, you can drive through any city and you will find on, drive down to Columbus, Ohio, and you will see in downtown Columbus, Ohio, on three corners are churches. Old, dead churches. And they don't know what to do with them. They don't know what to do with them. Because there ain't nobody going in them. Ain't nobody going in them, right? So that's the truth. Um, Tracy, come on in.
7: <clears throat> this is just in response to that
2: lactate video. You know, I care for a lot of elder, elderly patients and they have uh, infections all the time that have them seeing visions and things like that. Sometimes I think I'm in one big infectious life. Like uh, I need to just wake up. What
1: in the heck is going on? It's just getting crazier and
6: crazier. It's because uh, I, I don't said, know.
3: This as I said <laughs> y- as I said yesterday, Nature abhors a vacuum. When there is no truth, lies will fill the void. Boom! And the church is the representation of the truth. And because we have pulled out of this debate, church is no longer the authority. Science is the authority. Government is the authority. Hollywood is the authority. Famous people are the authority. And the church... We get into idol worship as much as everybody else does, right? We, uh, I, I'm going to buy my shoes because LeBron James told me to. Does LeBron James know, right? Why would I? Why would I follow that? Are you with me? And so until we come and understand the connection and everything that's going on, we're going to find out that where there is not truth, there will be lies. And then we're the barrier. We're, we're the antidote. We're the vaccine against. Lies. We are, and our churches tell us what: don't get involved with politics, uh, as they take vaccines, right? So it, it's a it's a it's a real shift. Really, it's a, a very very, uh, it's a great shift in American Christianity. We're seeing it. We're seeing the warm turn now, that more and more Christians are asking the question: What can I do? Pastors haven't caught up yet. Rochelle, and Jeff.
6: Thanks coach. Um, I just wanted to comment on that video you showed of the man who wanted to lactate. Um, I don't know what I'm missing because I'm a woman. I've had children. I did breastfeed. Hang but- on a
3: second. Hang on a second. I'm sorry. Who, I, I Spencer, whoever is doing that Chris green stuff. If they do it again, I want, Vin- throw, I want you to throw
6: it. Then he's using it as his name.
3: Okay. Vinny, if you do it again, I'm going to throw it out. Go ahead,
6: Michelle. Um, I just don't know what I'm missing. Like, why do they want to go the complete opposite direction of the gender they've been assigned? Um, There was a story. This was like 10 years ago. And um, it was a man in some third world country. And um, his wife had died, left with an infant. And just out of desperation, he was letting that child nurse on his nipple. Okay, just, you know, the baby was dying anyway. He he, that man, this was a a, a major story. That man did start lactating naturally by that baby suckling on him. Um, Now, I see this as two different things. That man was really trying to give life to his child. What this man is doing, I have no I have no idea where the brain cycle is even going. He doesn't even he doesn't have a baby. It's demonic, man. It's demonic. Yeah.
3: Okay, so let me show you this. Pull up number three. I spoke about this real quickly yesterday. Number three. Hang on, I'll get you all in here. I promise. Pull that up, Erspence, if you can. Robert F. Can you ready? You listening to this? Are
2: you listening to this? Go ahead. Probably the most disturbing and this is something we should all be looking at is yeah. atrazine. Can what hear? is atrazine? Can't it's hear. in the water. It's a it's a pesticide. But they took atrazine. Probably it's the most dangerous. disturbing, is something we should all be looking at, is yeah. atrazine. What is atrazine? It's before? in the water. It's a, it's a pesticide. But they took atrazine and they put it in a tank with 40 frogs. They put it below the exposure levels that EPA considers acceptable to humans. They were all male frogs. And 30 of those frogs, they were all male frogs. And 30 of those frogs were chemically castrated. Four of them turned into females and produce fertile eggs. Here it is, report toxic herbicide found in many Texans drinking water. That's from 2018, November 20th. And we're subjecting our children to exposure to that every day. What does this do to sexual development in children? Nobody knows, because we, we know what it does to frogs. Wow, Jeff Klein, come on in. There, right there it is, we're all frogs in the pan. I shared with a guy yesterday, We were up on the square there two years ago for the first pro-life march in Mount Vernon, and they didn't like us. They were instructing their little Christian people and their politicians inside, don't go out and speak to them people on the street. Mm -hmm. I had Pastor Bill, Pastor Neil Peterson, and about 10 of us, all good Christian men. They didn't want to talk to us. So it ended up on the square after they did their little five times around the square. I got Pastor Neil and Pastor Bill standing there. And this young kid that just built a new church in Mount Vernon, He said, we're going to ask Pastor Purcell to pray, close us in prayer. He pulls up his phone and starts reading the prayer off his phone. I looked over at Pastor Bill and he rolled his eyes. I had two preachers stand there that could greatly pray over the unborn children. And he reads it off the phone. Now, here they are this year, just built a church two months ago beside the high school. Probably 1.2 million at least. Paved a big black parking lot and then had another parking lot of dirt that they strike three weeks after the church being open, packed it out to full capacity, but they got a donut shop and a coffee shop. All the political people and all the people think there's somebody at Mount Vernon are going there. Packed it out instantly. There's one the of the
3: one one of the real uh, scourges of of uh, modern Christianity is pastor-driven churches. Hey folks, listen listen to me. Pastors are not stars. In fact, they're just part of a fivefold ministry. Huh? gave some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors, teachers, right? Amen. They're just one of five. They're just one of five. And people love to call themselves, whatever. Listen, people call me Pastor Dave. I say, don't, don't ever call me that again. Don't ever call me that again. Because that puts me above somebody else. We gotta listen to Coach Dave. He's Pastor Dave. No, 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 no. Huh? I don't know about you. I think a pastor is just a guy who's leading a flock, and he ain't no better than anybody else. Betty Perkins, come on in.
6: Hey. Um, by the way, if you're stopping this way, let me know, and I'll go get you some treats and coffee. If you decide, let me know. Kroger. So I go to Kroger's, but also, you know, the churches are dying. And you know, when this pandemic or whatever that's going to happen next happens, the pastors will bow down to the government instead of God. And when those churches open again, instead of pastors running the show, it's going to be drag queens. Well, Betty, here's a better question How
3: can the pastor shut down the church without the approval of the congregation? Does he own the building? Is that his church? What the heck's that all about? See, so mm-hmm. again, it's come back. We are programmed to follow men rather than the truth. Jeff Nell,
7: boom. boom, Betty.
2: Yeah, we're looking at they going to the dry cream story hour tomorrow and I call up the city of Sparks which is where it's being held and talked to the uh, city attorney's office and the lady that talked to she's I ain't talking to you click so I hmm. called them back up and complained to the authority that she used her political philosophies and ideology to define who she was she hung up on me she was totally unprofessional and they got a response and that lady will be uh, disciplined
1: good.
7: Keep after him, Judah. Morning, Coach. Incredible talk. Great call. I am um, up here with our great friend Brett in uh, Cape Cod, and we're getting ready to head out to Plymouth Rock. And, awesome. Um, what's incredible is uh, this is Kennedy Land, <laughs>
0: yeah.
7: and you just played a video. Now, let, let me get this right. They called Alex Jones a far right extremist, Amen. right? i yeah. <laughs> for frogs turning gay. Yep. And yep. Kennedy just said the same thing. That's right.
3: <laughs> Alex Jones said that years ago, right? Years ago, and they well, laughed. At it. And now Robert F. Kennedy.
2: So, the, so the said point the is,
7: you got all these uh, uh, staunch uh, uh, Democrats now listening to Kennedy going. Oh my gosh, that guy's speaking truth, so he's red pilling all kinds of people,
3: which is incredible. Amen. 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 I'm tell, it's uh, the more things change, the more they be. <laughs> it's crazy. I, I got I was distracted by something. Okay, Jared did that. Cool. Brian Cunningham, go in, Brian.
8: Sorry, Ryan, Thank you. Man. My mic was messed up. Sorry, All about
3: right, that. man. Got me worried.
8: There. The um, you know, when he showed that picture of that church, the thing that uh, was impressed upon my heart is at the time that church, when they built those, they were focused on kingdom. They were focused on the Lord's kingdom. Now they were building
3: a kingdom. They were building a church that was going to stand there like a rock
8: forever. That's what they were. Building. Exactly. And then, unfortunately, most churches, not Pastor Dale's, of course, are actually focused on their kingdom. Not the Lord's kingdom.
3: And not only that, uh, Brian, they built those stone edifices because they were going to occupy. They were there till the end. They were
8: standing in the gap and they were occupying for the kingdom.
3: And they were a stone edifice. You had to bomb it to bring it down, baby. Right? Not today. Open the door and let the homos come
1: in and take over. Claudine. Hey, Coach. So you're talking about churches that are closed. So in my town of... Like maybe forty six hundred people. We have seven churches, church buildings. Three of them are closed. Two of the three are owned by residents and lived in by families, Uh, and one of them is our town office. (laughs) And and then we have when you're talking about businesses, just down in Newburyport, Mass. There's um, you can go to Mission Oaks, which is a church right downtown, all in stone um, church that, uh, is now a restaurant and you can even have weddings there for uh-huh. parties. <laughs> so
3: Randy's right. What's, what's the Lord showing us friends? What is the Lord showing us out with the old, huh? In with the news. Is that, is that what it is? Wow.
8: Dale coach, uh, it,
7: just, uh, a, a true testimony, you know, when Ida came through, the eastern eye wall of that storm passed over my church. The
8: racetrack across the street, the roof ripped off. The hotel next to us, the roof ripped off. The building next to us, the doors blew out. And our metal building, brother, had no damage to it. Why? Because <laughs> we are a church that's unmovable, unshakable, and unstoppable. Boom. Amen. Amen.
2: Coach oh, JR, JR, our- show tomorrow. What's that? JR Show tomorrow, human trafficking. Tom Dunn and Harry both.
3: Tomorrow morning, 10 o'clock. Thanks, Jeff. Kevin.
8: Coach, you can go the world over, and I challenge you to find me one dead, empty mosque.
3: Hmm. One dead, empty mosque. Wow. Well, I'll have to consider that one for sure, man.
2: In fact, they're taking over
3: our dead churches. They're taking over our dead churches, man. Clay,
8: you can still find old churches. Sometimes it's got portholes at the top in the tower to shoot rifles out of them. <laughs> there were fortifications, oh. and they also had they also had those bells in them, and they would use those bells for other other you know to warn warn people from the enemies when they came in town. Yeah, and when I was a kid down south. It was hot, you know, real hot. And there were still old churches that didn't have air conditioning in them. So you could hear them bells sending out frequencies in the mornings and stuff. And then you could hear that with the doors and windows open, you could hear people singing hymns. And a lot of kids have never heard that in their whole life.
3: Amen. 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 I thought myself, I fought the urge to start a church. I've really, I've really fought the last thing we need is another church, another church building. I can start a church. I can put up a building. I could raise. I could oh, I could raise a lot of money. Yeah, I could be really successful doing that. So that's not what we're supposed to do.
8: Randy, Coach, I, I don't mind a building. You know, we need a place to get in and out of the rain. We need a place yeah. to cool down if it's 110. You know, and that's okay. But but here's the picture, Coach, at the Transfiguration. Whenever G- Peter, James, and John, they see Jesus translated with Moses and Elijah. They, it's, in, it's in Matthew 17. Here's the picture, coach. God comes down in the glory clown, the father, the Shekinah glory, and he's, he's there with them. And Peter, he's, he's, he's nervous. He's he, he's emotional. He's, he's a typical man like all of us wanting to build, do something for God, okay? We don't know what to do. So what's he say? oh, I know what we can do. We can build a tabernacle for Moses and Elijah and Jesus. He wanted to build a structure and God, the, the father, the cloud, if you just read it, here's the picture. That cloud just moves over there to Peter and James and John and he goes, hey, Peter, hear him. He's pointing up and he points over to his son, Jesus. He says, hear him. In him, I'm well pleased. Hear him. In other words, forget about your building get the picture see jesus who he is become the church that he talked about and it's become, building, the, building. become the, build the building be the building coach but don't worship it 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 is an idol it's not the church so we have to when we understand that we can build a building and then like dale has he understands that coach yes. he's got it in the right order and that's why god blesses him and covers him and, and it's because they're not worshiping that structure and that system. Amen,
3: amen, amen. Boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. It's all around us, folks. The signs are all around us, man. What a time to be alive. What an opportunity we have to make a difference. Uh, Pray Psalm 91 over your family. Have a great weekend. See ya. Same bat time, same bat station on Monday.
6: Yes. Boom. Boom.